Hello, everyone. We are back for another episode of BTB, and today we are talking about giving yourself a break even when you are in a slow season. Hey, Megan, how do you spend your time during your slow periods in your business? Mm. (laughs) That's a good question, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, which I know is not great. I have an issue with my slow periods. Like I, I'm starting to get the hang of it, I think. And this winter, I think I'll be more prepared, but, um, normally I get in this like weird funk because I'm not like rolling with everything with work. You know what I mean? It's like when things, when I don't have a busy schedule, I'm always like, uh, what do I do with my time? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I always try to fill it with things that maybe like I don't do during the year or I need to catch up on like things like taxes and updating my website and like all of the backend stuff that just kind of gets like put or thrown to the wayside when I'm busy. So you Um, still, you still keep your hand in work even in like slow periods? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Calling you out hard right now. Yes. And that's what I was saying is the problem during yeah. my slow periods. I have a hard time truly taking a slow period for being a slow period. Like I have to have almost like a set. That's why like, I'd like to take a vacation or like at least label it as like a staycation or something, because then it makes it feel like it's okay for me to not be working. You know what I okay. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask a follow-up. Mm-hmm. So how many like vacations or staycations do you take throughout the year? Not enough by the face. I wish you guys <laughs> could see the face that she just made. <laughs> Not enough. Um, this year has been better. This year I've taken, and by the end of the year, I'll have been taking a, a good amount of vacations. Yeah. Cause we did the, the Charleston trip. In and Charleston, then, I went to DR. Um, yeah. I'm going, going to, New to New York this week. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think this year you've done really good as like giving yourself permission to step away from work. Yeah, I think I have too. And I think also part of that is that like getting back into the swing of things after COVID, like getting back in the swing of vacationing, you know, like going places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm hoping to take a trip closer to my birthday this year, but we will see. Um, so during my slower periods, though, I really think that I just need to focus on taking a damn break, like relaxing Mm -hmm. and really stepping away from it. Because I I think overall in in the end, it would be a lot more beneficial to me. I agree. Yeah. It gives you that time to like be away from it. And right for me, it's more of like, I can feel like a real human and I'm not just a business owner all the time because that Mm -hmm. is kind of the headspace I'm in. I'm constantly thinking about work I literally just told Dawson the other day, like I cannot turn my brain off when it comes to like the coaching part of the business that I'm launching this fall. So I understand having that hard time disconnecting from everything. And I would say I'm a little bit of the same, but I give myself in the beginning. So I'll set aside, like, say I'm taking a week off. I'll set aside the first two days of that time off if I'm not on a trip to do whatever I want. I will not set any expectation. I won't plan anything and just kind of move, like have a free 
free weekend, so to speak. And that's something I really missed before I transitioned into entrepreneurship because working a nine to five every weekend was free for you to do whatever you want. And it's mm-hmm. very much not that way <laughs> now running my own business, but just you saying that just now, I was like, damn, when was the last time I just had like a whole weekend off? Like not just, I mean, yeah, I've had weekends off here and there, like for like I had things planned like trips or going to different events or something that Mm -hmm. maybe didn't have to do with work but I can't remember the last time I've had just like a free weekend like a Saturday and Sunday where there was absolutely nothing planned so I've been actually focusing on this more for myself throughout the year because it's hard for me to take like a week or two off I would say the most time that I get off in my business would be December and January same and that's kind of has ended up in the past being like when the majority of my time off which isn't healthy because the rest of the year I'm just like uh fuck this like and I really (laughs) want to break free from it yeah yeah (laughs) so um but this year I shifted things to where I could have multiple weekends where I have nothing planned, like nothing with family, nothing planned with my boyfriend. And I could literally be like, okay, I'm going to like chill by the lake by myself for a few hours. And that has been the best practice that I've put into place. Honestly, I really look forward to that time. Yeah. I need to get better at that because I know that I would love it. And like, don't get me wrong. I've had Sundays normally my Sundays are like my day to mm-hmm. like to have a free day like that um but yeah I need to plan out like a weekend like a Saturday and Sunday <laughs> just like free free from all obligations responsibilities everything just like not have to be an adult <laughs> for Saturday yeah, and Sunday well, and I feel like it's so important for entrepreneurs because as business owners, we're making decisions all the time. And usually we're giving a lot of our time away to other people, whether it's projects we're working on, clients we're serving. Um, And then like, when you do have time away from your business, it's like, okay, like I haven't been social. So let me go catch up with all of my friends. And then Mm. before you know it, you feel like you didn't get any time to sleep. That's kind of how I feel all the time. So um I having that practice, like sometimes I'll take naps on those days where I don't have anything to do. And I'm just like, Oh, I get so excited because I get to have a nap. (laughs) So little things. (laughs) It is a little thing. It really is. (laughs) So how do you feel like you spend your slow periods? Well, so I mentioned I'll set aside like a few days in the beginning for me to be a bum essentially. Mm -hmm. And I do this to give myself permission to not work on anything because I'm constantly doing something all the time that my boyfriend can vouch for like either I'm cleaning the house I'm tidying something up or working on work something or another I'm occupied so it is nice to have those periods where I can just binge watch something on Netflix you know for a few hours and then I like to be outside that's like my recharge time and definitely in the winter it's it's, I wouldn't say you can't go outside. It's just not as enjoyable because it's cold out. So, um, yeah, right. That's the thing that sucks about our slow period. I was just thinking that like our slow period is December and January when like, you don't really want to be outside all that much. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wish my slow period was summer. Yeah, same. same. (laughs) Go and enjoy life and be on an island somewhere. Um, Three months straight. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, a couple months. But uh, (laughs) yeah, when it is mostly in the wintertime, I am, you know, I take that time to reorganize myself because that's just uh, therapeutic for me in general. It's not like that for everybody. And I take that time to like really kind of regroup in a lot of different ways. So I reflect a lot. I'll journal on the past year or past busy season, whatever it may be. And I just like do things that I love. So I really love hot tea and like reading. So I'll do a lot of that. Um, I'm sure this winter is going to look a little different now that we have Drew. Um, He was a puppy like in December when we got him last year and we weren't taking him out and doing things. So, but throughout the year, I would say I've honestly focused on being outside as much as possible and doing things alone. So that's something I'm constantly either communicating with other people, you know, telling people what to do in front of the camera. So I expend a lot of energy in that way, being social. So even those weekends are the only time my boyfriend and I really get to ourselves. Sometimes I say like, I need a whole day where I just like, and by myself and I'll take myself out shopping and just <sighs> not necessarily buy stuff, but just go and be out somewhere different, like where I'm not obligated to entertain anybody or really focus on anything important. That's like one of my favorite feelings in the world. Like when you go out and like, maybe you pick yourself up like a smoothie or a coffee yeah. or something and you like, just like peruse around stores and like <laughs> go to Target for You're a little free. bit. You're totally free. In the, yeah. in it's such a weird feeling to be like, yeah, exactly. Like it just feels like I'm the freest I could be as an adult. <laughs> well, it reminds me when I was a teenager and somehow I just always had money for clothes. I don't know how this ended up happening (laughs) now I'm like where's all my money go I guess that's the epitome of being adult yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it reminds me of when I would just decide okay I'm gonna go shopping and whatever not worrying about anything (laughs) I will never forget I mean that reminds me of my friend Grace like we were maybe 16 17 she was like hey can somebody come over I just went to Target and I bought myself a dresser and I uh need help getting it inside the house and I was like what (laughs) like she went to Target just to like look around peruse and she saw a dresser and I was like I'm gonna take this home like yes that is quintessential teenager like you're just going out and you're like oh yeah I have money to do that just we're gonna see what happens (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) see how fast I can make this disappear (laughs) (laughs) yeah right oh my god that's so true oh my god okay so let's get into the reason why we need to be taking more breaks um I need to listen to all of this advice everyone (laughs) so don't feel alone this is like accountable Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, I have wasn't always this way. And honestly, my biggest wake up call was 2019 here. I don't know if it was like this for you, Megan, but it was like balls to the wall. I worked myself into a sickness. I literally did. I was con- I was getting sick. Like I would say every three weeks I'd come down because I was just pushing it hardcore. 2019 was an absolute blur. Absolute blur of a year. I feel like I feel I, like the universe like, was like, okay, everyone needs just the world to shut down for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> 
for real man seriously 2019 was just crazy i remember when december hit and i was like what yeah (laughs) when did this happen so yes i agree i never want a year like that again ever yeah i was saying yes to way too much yes and i kept like something that kept like popping into my mind was oh my god i wish i had just a weekend to breathe Mm. to be myself to just not do anything because i was just obligated to other commitments that I was excited about at the time (laughs) right it it could have been I could have been a lot happier that year that being said it was awesome and I'm like glad that I got through it but right it was rough for sure oh yeah and I remember that's when I booked I was supposed to go to Ireland last year in April so April 2020 And I remember I booked, like it was maybe November or something. Like I'm now getting towards the tail end of like one of the busiest years of my life. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I'm going to book a solo trip to Ireland next year to like really celebrate this year. And then Mm -hmm. COVID. (laughs) Yeah, I was supposed to go to Aruba. So I totally feel that I was, that was supposed to be for my birthday to like celebrate my last year of my (laughs) twenties. Right, right terrible it's okay anyway (laughs) basically slow seasons are just like the sign that you've been needing to give yourself a break like take whatever slow season every industry has a slow season take that slow season as a sign that okay it's time and you deserve it because you've worked your ass off this year absolutely i look forward to to myself yeah (laughs) i look forward to december every year because I generally, I would say the first two, I would say the first week and a half, I'm like finishing up projects and doing like odds and ends, but Mm -hmm. I take the last like three weeks of the year and I look forward to that every year because I'm like, okay, like uh, reset time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Reset time. You can just do whatever. I kind of see like the last two weeks of December and all of January as my reset. Like that's normally, January is normally pretty dead for me. Um, yeah, Which, same here. Not complaining. Not at all. <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> it is. It is a gift. <laughs> and this leads us straight into like the idea of always hustling is just a straight up lie. Like this is not, I don't know who the fuck started this. A crazy person, <laughs> clearly. Maybe Gary V, honestly. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get where this came from. And I don't get why some of us, me included, believed it for a little bit. Like at some point in my life, like 2019, I believed that I needed to, to be going, yes. going, going. Mm-hmm. Right. That like everything was an opportunity that if I wasn't taking, I was going to miss. And I always say this, but like looking back, I wish I would have done some things different for 2019. But I also think that that year shot my business in a different direction than it would have. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I definitely feel like it pushed me up a little bit in like I jumped a couple stairs in 2019. You expanded for sure. Yeah, big exactly. Time. And I would say the same for me. I'm very grateful for that insane, like busy fall season that I had in 2019, because now I know like how I'm going to react when I do like step in that direction (laughs) again. So I kind of know when to reel myself back in. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know what you can handle and what you don't want to have to handle anymore. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
it's all choices. So basically like, uh, <laughs> good choices, like, children. <laughs> yeah. Don't do drugs or uh, honestly do some drugs, <laughs> but <laughs> it's another talk for another day. Don't drink a drive. <laughs> that's a better one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better one. Don't drink a drive. <laughs> so like hustling just basically leads to burnout and loss of inspiration. It makes you not want to do what you love to do. Like there was a reason why you started getting into your business. And when you push yourself to these extremes and you're constantly hustling, it makes you not want to do anything. And you feel like all of it is just like a load of shit. It's like, why am I going through any of this? Because you're just stressed out all the time and you don't have a second to breathe. So you're going to be more likely to get to a point where you just want to quit it all because you haven't given yourself the time to actually step back. Mm-hmm. And rebe- like, I can see like a lot of people want to rebel against, mm. like I rebel against myself all the time. I'm like, why did I <laughs> decide to have all this shit to do on, you know, a Monday or whatever, but something to add to that. When was the last time you got excited about a Monday coming around? So for me, this I know is this a is different, different year for you. Yeah. I'm not the best person to ask this question, but for everybody else listening, I yeah, think that's a great question. Yeah. Something like I told Dawson last night, I'm fucking stoked. Tomorrow's Monday. And he was just like, what? I don't understand that concept at all. And I'm like, I'm really excited to get back to my business. This is and, why we're best friends because I yeah. love Mondays as well. <laughs> People listening are probably like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mondays personally. Well, Mondays are usually my like days off. Um, I still do some work at home, but that's the key word here. Like I will get emails done or like, I'll like relax on the couch in my PJs all day while sitting on my laptop. And like, I'm not pressuring myself to get a lot of work done. So my Mondays are really like, they're very slow and like just Mm -hmm. relaxed. And it does help me get that extra little burst of energy to then like bring into the rest of the week. Yeah. I feel like Mondays, I've always looked at this. They set the tone for how the rest of the week is going to go. And, you know, if I'm having a really bad Monday, then I'll throw that idea right out the window because I'm like, tomorrow's a new day. It's not going to (laughs) be like this. Fuck this. I'm just kidding. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) But I used to hate Mondays. I used to dread it. Like even, I would say even in the beginning stages of growing my business, I was just like, fuck, like, here we go again. Like, Right. Just going through the motions. But now that I've structured my business around taking care of me and giving myself what I need, I'm way more excited about starting each week. Right. Because you've gotten to a point where like you're taking the breaks and it's giving you way more space and motivation to gear up for what is like the busy season of the week. So for me, like I'm taking off normally Sunday, Monday, and sometimes if I can Tuesdays. So I have this like three-day weekend, quote unquote, every single week, because that's what I want. If I could build the perfect week, I like working like Wednesday through Saturday straight. And then sometimes it shifts and whatnot, but, but yeah, you're giving yourself more space and like time to be able to relax and get back inspired. Mm -hmm. And everyone deserves this space and time to reset, no matter what stage you're at in your business, even if you haven't even started a business yet. Like, so something I did when I, before I hired my first coach, I literally took two weeks before I made that decision 
and just spent all my time with my nephews because I knew that I was about to get really busy and I was about to kind of take a step back from being in their life. And I was spending every day with them up until that period. So it was going to be a big change. It was so difficult for me to step back because I had to reprioritize everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying this to say, like, even if you are thinking about starting a business, take time for yourself before you dive in, because you really have to build up that momentum. And it is a quote unquote hustle, especially when you're trying to get things rolling. Oh, that's the key right there. It is a hustle when you're trying to like gear up and like try to get, try to jump ahead. Mm -hmm. That's when it feels like it's a hustle. Yeah. And so there's this like saying, like, you work 40 hours a week in the corporate world and Mm. (laughs) entrepreneurs are crazy for saying yes to working for themselves because they work like 60. Well, it's very true. (laughs) The average work week for entrepreneurs, I would say I put in about 60 to 70 hours a week on my business. Now, granted, I don't have resentment about spending that time on my business because it's for me, it's stuff that I love to do. So it doesn't feel like work, but some people who are working full-time and starting up a business, like they're working even more than that, I would say. That is probably the hardest time of hardest phase of having your own yeah. business. That is the hardest phase. And I think that's the hardest piece of why so many people don't want to start their own business because you have this weird in-between period where you are going to have to be working your normal 40 hours a week. And if you have a family and you know other responsibilities to be taken care of, now you're having to fit in starting up a business in the you know small periods of time that you actually have to yourself. So that takes a lot of dedication and a lot of motivation and sticking to your guns. It's not impossible, but it's definitely going to be the hardest season of your life. Yeah. And I, I agree hundred percent. I've lived it. Right. And, um, I will say though, I'm so glad I stuck with it because now I'm on that other side where I'm reaping all the benefits of, you know, producing income for myself. Like I don't have to pay anybody else generally, like whatever I book, like that goes straight to me in my business. Mm -hmm. And that's an awesome feeling. Right. Right. I kind of think about this in the same way as relationships. And I don't know if people view this as well. Like I kind of see like the first, you know, the first couple months of relationship is, you know, new and exciting yes new and exciting but then I see the rest of that first year of the relationship like probably the hardest period of the relationship like the first year year and a half two years is where most people obviously end things because they realize that it just doesn't work and they can't Mm -hmm. handle the other person's baggage and I really do feel like I've always said this with Victor and I, I feel like after probably about like two years we hit this point and I felt like I was like oh okay, like things are starting to like relax a little, like, you know, there's not, we're not still, we're still figuring things out even to this day being four years in, but we're not so much like figuring out the big things. Like, well, I feel like by then you've established that you're, you're a team or not. Right. And like long haul in the long haul. Right. Right. You've established that communication. And like, hopefully if you're focusing on it and you're trying to be a good partner, you are establishing the communication. (laughs) (laughs) And I also think it's important to just like, you know, talk about all that stuff. But basically what I was saying is that it it reminds me very much of a relationship that you have this really hard period when you first start. And the same thing, there's a honeymoon phase of a business. Like it's exciting to get your Mm -hmm. LLC and like, you know, 
like try I like, feel like the honey things the honeymoon phase like comes and goes like yes you'll, you'll have this period where you're like oh it's working it's exciting and then oh fuck this is hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's cyclical for sure yes yeah oh my god <laughs> okay on a brighter note yes. taking a break from your business doesn't mean you have to plan a trip and leave town so like this is so crucial for me and I feel like a lot of people have this like black and white thinking of mm-hmm. like okay taking a break from my business means I have to go on a vacation and no it doesn't you right. can totally stay home catch up on like housework whatever you need to do like it's your time you get to spend it how you want to and like you can use this time to do things like Megan said she puts off to the side during her busy season so you can catch up on your honey do list is what I call it <laughs> <laughs> but really it's honey I do yeah <laughs> Um, or you can just relax. Like, honestly, I would say my December, January is when I really like take the time to relax. And the, the periods I take throughout the year are when I kind of catch up on things. Like if I need to repot all my plants, you know, clean out the linen closet and get rid of things. Like those are kind of things I sprinkle in throughout the year. (laughs) You're like, Oh God. <laughs> this is also like a great time to start or keep working on like different passions that you have, you know? Yeah. So like different things that get you excited or um you know, like playing an instrument or um working on like DIY projects or getting back into painting or coloring or um I think focusing your brain sometimes especially for me, someone who like feels like I have to label you got to fill your time yeah like I feel like if I put it on like okay right now I'm practicing this or I'm trying to do this or something it feels a lot more like intentional than just Mm -hmm. me saying like oh I'm just relaxing right now yeah I love that okay on that note let's take a break and when we come back we'll kind of share some tips on how to be strategic with taking a break Welcome back, everybody. So like Kate said before, we are going to dive into how we can be more strategic with taking a business break. So what we mean by this is like how to actually make your slow periods work for you, essentially. Right? Yep. Yep. Like use them to your benefit, even if that means relaxing. Binge watching Netflix, totally acceptable. Fuck yeah. (laughs) highly recommend my unorthodox life oh it's all you've been talking about you told me about this like three times (laughs) have I really yeah god I love this show everybody I go go watch it it's amazing anyway (laughs) moving on so take advantage of your slow periods in different ways so you will start to see patterns in your industry in your business that are busy months versus slower months so like kate and i were saying especially in the wedding season here in charlotte december january a little bit into february is almost dead a couple bookings here and there but for the most part most people are not getting married during those um, periods within you know the weird kind of weather here in charlotte if you're more in a hot climate, you probably are getting married in those seasons. I would say a hot, if you're living in a hot climate, I would say like July, August are probably their slow yeah. periods, the the peak heat 
yeah. Or slow period. And I would say for me too, like August slows down a lot. Like mm-hmm. I feel like July, I still get a lot. And then once we hit August, I get a little bit less and then it, hit, it picks back up in September. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So it really just helps in slower periods for me, especially I said this before, but if I schedule a vacation during them, so I am being strategic of like, okay, I know that I want to relax and I know that I'm going to be off in December and January. So let me try to plan some kind of vacation or staycation. Let me schedule it out and put it on the calendar. So it feels like almost like a task that I have to do, but obviously it's something I want to do. So it makes it easy. Yeah. I agree with that. Sometimes I need to like physically get out of the state in order yes. to relax, <laughs> leave work behind. God. Doesn't that sound terrible? We're like, we need to leave the state. We need to leave the country. I have to, <laughs> to leave, leave my it. home is what I meant. Yes. Per se. I can stay in the same state, but it's, it's harder for me to detach if I'm close to home. I agree too. I mean, even if I like Victor and I do this a lot, we'll take little weekend trips. So like we'll do Asheville or somewhere in the mountains or the beach or something and do like a three day trip. And that I really love doing, but I do feel like it's not so much of like a relaxing kind of thing. It's a lot. So it's a lot in one weekend and we tend to like want to do a bunch of things and see things and go hiking. So it does end up being a lot, not in a bad way. I really enjoy my vacations being kind of adventurous and stepping outside and again like getting in nature but still getting out of the state sometimes it's really nice yes that's i'm a big fan of that <laughs> and so this kind of goes hand in hand with the point megan just brought up you got to plan ahead you can't mm-hmm. just like wing it especially if you're planning like a trip it can get very stressful if you wait till the last minute And something I always like to do is schedule ahead on my posts so I can stay consistent. Uh, We've talked about this before on the podcast, taking extended breaks can hurt your engagement, especially on social media. And I would even go as far to say if you've been working really hard to be consistent, like just keep it up. It's a lot easier than having to pick back up when you come back. Um, something I really like to do is set up your auto email responder. That way you don't even have to think about it. If someone emails you while you're away and it also sets up that expectation that they you're communicating with them and letting them know that you'll get back to them by X date. Um, and then I also am a big fan if I have a current project or like, say I have a wedding client that are waiting on photos, I will just schedule an email to send to them. Hey, like, your photos are on track to be delivered by X date. I will be out of town. So if you need me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's just being clear and communicative uh, with your clients. And it's going an extra step to make sure that they're taken care of. Yeah. And if you are sharing with them before they have the idea of like, oh, if they see you on social media, you know, going on a trip and sitting on the beach, like some clients might see that and be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, why don't I have my photos yet? Like she's sitting there relaxing. Not that I think that that's a good thing to think, but some people might think that. So I think sometimes almost like um, going into the situation preemptively thinking, okay, if they do think that I'm going to make sure that they know like, hey, your photos are on the way to be delivered. Like Kate said, um, you know, I will be out of town this time period. And my last vacation I took, I actually put up a 
um, an Instagram post. Normally I would just do an Instagram story, but I was like, you know what? That goes away after 24 hours. And like, if somebody is going to my profile and they don't see it, you know, if they found me sometime when I'm on vacation. So I made sure I put up an Instagram post and just said on the caption, like when I'll be away, um, how you can reach me and leave me a message otherwise. Um, and then of course, like when I will be getting back to answering everything. So I think, again, it's just all about your communication of making sure that people are aware that, you know, you are going away and you won't be able to answer anything work-related. And for the most part, I think people will respect it. Yeah. I think it takes that unnecessary pressure. Like if you do get an email while you're on vacation, like feeling that urge to like, oh, I need to explain where I'm at, what I'm doing, all of that. It just kind of eliminates that on the front end for you. And Also plan how you want to spend your downtime. Like we've talked about, do you want to recharge? Do you need adventure? Do you need things that are going to reignite your inspiration? These are like big things to think about. And I do a little bit of everything usually on my downtime because I kind of want to hit all of those boxes um, to come back at full force. Same. I feel like it's almost like I have to, almost like a recipe you know, yeah, yes. <laughs> like I got to put all of the different pieces in there and then I feel like, okay, I can put it in the oven. <laughs> I'm ready. Sugar, spice, everything nice. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> it totally is you. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> so Kate already does this. I need to be better about this. Scheduling downtime throughout your year and before you are quote unquote ready to schedule this downtime is going to help you to avoid burnout. So if you're preemptively going into this next year saying like, okay, I know this period, you know, let's say April through June is incredibly busy for me. So right now I'm going to block off, um, you know, I'm going to say Mondays and Tuesdays, I don't work at all. So you're making sure that you're balancing out those busy seasons with periods of rest. So you're not getting to the end of busy season and you're like, man, that sucked. Like I never want to do that again. And then you're just doing it again in a couple months. That, or you get to the end of that busy season and you're so exhausted that you can't go on a trip or spend the time how you want to. You're having to take care of your body and recover. Um, Mm. That's something I've done. I've worked myself into a sickness (laughs) because I was just burning it at both ends. Isn't that sad that we do that? I feel like it's something women struggle with more than men characteristically because we're just hardwired to take care of everything. That's literally like our innate job is to care. And um, I find myself doing this and (laughs) it's hard to take a stance and ask for help, especially from like a partner and stuff. I find this is incredibly difficult for me and it's something I'm working through and I still struggle with it, even though it's something that I'm aware of. And Um, even with the thought of like planning vacation is just too much most times. So like, I have to be clear with my partner, like, okay, like, yes, I do want to go on this trip, but you're going to have to help me plan it because it's just energetically taking too much for me to take it all on at the same time. Again, it goes back to communication and just being open and honest with the people around you. Mm -hmm. I think overall that just leads to more happy lives. Yeah. Yeah. We should put that on a shirt. (laughs) Communication equals a happy life. Yeah. I mean, that's so true though. (laughs) It is. Another thing to do 
delegate so you can be present during your downtime. I cannot like stress this enough because especially when things get rolling in your business, you, I would say, need to start thinking about having team members or automation to support you so you can step away because the more the more you're doing it gets harder to step away I'm seeing that myself like okay like I've got you know weddings during this part of the year and then I'm coaching the other two like three seasons so that leaves like maybe a month where I don't have my time already scheduled out so it's so important to turn off email notifications. I don't even have email notifications turned on my phone. I've, it's just something Same. I've never done because I don't want that constant vibration or ding. And I'm able to just control checking like the like habit of having to check, oh, do I have a bunch of emails? I check it in the morning. I check it at night. That's all I do. Um, I used to be so much better about this. I used to not have email on my phone at all. Like I wouldn't. you. Yeah. I used to be really, really good about it. That would be stressful for me. Yeah. Because it, (laughs) that's what, that's what got to to me is that it was hard for me to not have it on there for when I needed it. But the reality is how often, like, do I actually need to go on my phone to get to my emails? I'm never answering emails on my phone. I'm always answering them on my laptop. So maybe I need to take this as a. I do a, a little bit of both. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I have like, if I'm sitting somewhere and I have a long wait or something like at a doctor's office or something, sometimes I will hop on my phone and just try to get like some little bit of work done here and there. But again, I don't really need that on my phone. Like I could just go into my honey book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could. Maybe I'm changing boundaries. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to put up some boundaries after this episode. (laughs) Maybe another thing I like to do is log out of apps to resist getting on your business socials. And Mm. this is actually something I've done and it's, it's scary at first because you're like, Oh, am I going to miss something? Or, you know, am I going to miss out on opportunities? Is someone going to DM me about booking a wedding while I'm locked out? And the reality is like the likelihood of that happening, you know, it, it is likely, but if it's the right person, we've said this before on the podcast, they're willing to wait for you Yep. if they really want your services. So I've logged out of it. It's very liberating. Um, also like even just turning on, do not disturb while you're on vacation. If you know, it's really difficult for you to detach, you can go that that route as well and then outsource wherever you can so for me I took the stance this year to outsource my editing and I have never been happier like I just so happy that I just do that yeah (laughs) takes so much off your plate and I think that when you are outsourcing it is hard in the beginning because you're just having to basically teach somebody like your process and you're also going through a new process now because Mm -hmm. you are this is like a whole thing that you used to do so it all feels very new so I wouldn't recommend doing it um I would recommend trying to outsource when you are still very much like in your business and like aware of it before you get to your slow period where you really want to take a break like be very strategic about it Yeah. Be Mm -hmm. proactive. Make sure that you're very much in your business, working on things when you are outsourcing something. So then when it comes time for you to, to, to actually take a break, then you're not stressing about that person knowing how to do it or what to do or how to get into a certain thing. You know, that by that point, they already have everything going. Yeah. Very well said. 
Thank you. This is a big piece for me because I'm all about budgeting. I love, we need to do a whole thing, a whole episode about budgeting because I am all about it. Noted. But yes, noted. So um, it's really important for you guys to budget for your time away. So every single year, I make sure like usually my Octobers are very full. So my October can bring me through my slow months like December and January. So I make sure to budget my, my money that it's going into, I'm not like, oh, I just had a really great month in October. Awesome. I'm going to spend blow it. this much money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I make sure that I'm like, okay, how much money do I need to keep myself afloat for the months that I know that I'm not going to be making a lot of money? I make sure that I set that aside and then go on from there. So it's incredibly important to make sure that there are funds to pay your business expenses. So for me, like I have rent, I have all of these different subscription things to keep my business running. Like, and even though I'm not making money in those months, I still need to make sure that I have the money in that account to, I can't just turn it off for two months. I got to make sure that it's all running smooth. Right. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? You can pause (laughs) subscriptions. Some places let you do that, but not... And most of the time too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so for us, it's also different. Like, I feel like I do this. I think you do too. Like I pay normally for the year when like I pay up front for the year for different programs. So it's cheaper. It saves you like a couple bucks a month when you do that. So yeah, I wish, I wish that could be, you could be like, Hey, actually I don't want this in December and January. So (laughs) just take some money. I need the year yearly rate, but Take a Don't couple months off. Those months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if only in a perfect world, right? Yeah. Okay. To wrap us up, I want to end with this. Your breaks don't have to look like other people. And this is so, so, so important. I think your breaks should be what you need at that time. So whether it's getting away and sitting on a beach for a whole week and having some drinks. I'm here for that. Whether it's staying at home and like getting your personal life a little more organized, if your business is kind of taken over, it could even be taking a, like a, an evening and checking into a hotel and mm. just getting away from everything. I have totally thought of doing that myself and I probably will end up doing it during my busy season <laughs> this yeah. fall just because I know that I'm going to thank myself one for it and come back ready to tackle everything. That's the biggest key to taking these breaks because it can suck all the joy out of it. Right now I'm excited about Mondays, but probably this fall, I might not be as hyped. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I've really wanted to do and I think would be so fun. I want to like find a spa that I can like stay overnight at or like near there. I was just thinking this. You read Mm. my freaking brain. (laughs) What is this? I don't know. (sighs) I really want to. I've never been to a spa either. So I like really want to go. Have you heard of the Grove Park Inn? Yeah, I've been there. I probably won't I, go there because it's, it's bougie it's a bucket as list. It's a bucket list thing for me. I really yeah. want to go and spend a weekend there and do the whole spa thing. It's expansive. From what I've heard of the actual like amenities. So the hotel apparently is like nothing to write home about. Like the hotel is whatever. It's like any normal hotel. Nothing crazy. The spa though, however, everyone I've talked to so far has said that the spa it's, is amazing. It's underground too. Yeah, like absolutely amazing, so relaxing. So I would spend a night there just to, even if the hotel isn't amazing, I would just spend the whole time in the spa. 
just chill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the grounds are gorgeous too. So I would yeah. be outside <laughs> if I wasn't in the spa area. Maybe that's what we should do. Treat ourselves, Megan. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> she's down for whatever, guys. This is why she's my bestie. Yeah, I really am <laughs> down for whatever. <laughs> All right. So guys, this was a great episode as per usual, because we rock, but (laughs) don't Mm -hmm. forget to tune in next week because we actually have a couple more awesome people that are hopping on with us. It is a photography couple in Charlotte um, called Party of Two Photography, and they are going to be talking all about what it's like to run a business with your partner. So it's a juicy episode, everybody. Yeah, this was an awesome episode and I got a lot of insight. Mm -hmm. on how to approach a lot of things with running a business with your partner and it's I don't know if it's something I could handle me neither (laughs) (laughs) listen to next week to see if it is something you guys can handle (laughs) yeah okay guys we'll see you next week